Hear what the Spirit is saying to the Church, Part 1, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedora. The Lord, through the angel Gabriel, told Daniel to close up the knowledge he had been made privy to and assured him that in the end days this knowledge would be reopened and released. He also said there would be a people that would run to and fro across the earth with this information, or in other words, make the truth available earthwide. Daniel chapter 12 verse 4 But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Most theologians will agree this is the end times. This should tell us Daniel's concealed knowledge is being revealed today. Yet when something new is being taught, especially if it necessitates change, people are prone to scoff and mock the newly revealed message and criticize those who teach it. Be very careful if you are one that has reacted in this manner. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 14 warns, If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you. For the Spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, those that criticize, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. Let us read Matthew chapter 12, verse 31, remembering it is the Spirit of Christ that releases truth to God's revealers. Matthew chapter 12, verse 31, And so I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men. But the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Do not speak against God's messengers. Consider this. God says, Your ways are not my ways, nor are your thoughts my thoughts. Now, if God is releasing the closed message He gave to Daniel, how would it be something you already know? Or, as God begins to keep His promises to restore His people in the end times, as described in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51-54, through 54, will what the Spirit says to the church not be something different than what we have previously heard? Then there is the contents of the scroll of Revelation, with the seven seals that is being released, along with the message of correction and direction being blasted from the trumpets. This is knowledge, new to man, but a part of God's plan from the beginning. In fact, all truth was available to Adam and Eve, but they made the wrong choice. Let's face it. The world and our living conditions have evolved from the evil knowledge man chose and has been operating in since the garden. Eve sought truth from the tree of good and evil. So, to improve our conditions, we must be taught better ways and introduced to new thoughts, God's thoughts, thoughts from the tree of life, thoughts from the mind of Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 gives us a clue as to why the church as a whole is ignorant of truth, although large in number, and why it is powerless, full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 explains we will remain ineffective. 
till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure, the stature, of the fullness of Christ. The church has no real grasp on what all actually was accomplished on the cross, so how can they fully know the Son or begin to understand the immensity of what all he accomplished through his victory? They have even less insight on the plan that God has for the restoration of his people and this earth. So how can there be unity of faith? Leadership, for the most part, has worried how to raise money for mammoth churches and draw large crowds of people to establish their own little kingdom, giving very little thought to the establishment of God's kingdom or even what it is God desires for his people to be taught. They do things to benefit themselves and have the audacity to ask God to bless their endeavors and his sheep to financially back them. God tells us to bring our tithes and offerings to the storehouse where his name is. His name is not on these institutions the world calls their church. Jesus spoke on these same problems 2,000 years ago. His message is applicable to church leaders today that are not looking for the fresh manna that is being released to feed God's sheep. We are moving as the body of Christ into the eighth day, a different age. Are they even aware? Do they know a new era is beginning? Many, unfortunately, are like those Jesus addressed in Luke chapter 11, verse 52. Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter in yourselves, and those who were entering in you hindered. At the time Jesus spoke those words, he was taking the church from Judaism to Christianity. The majority of leaders, however, did not understand him or even really know who he was or why he was here. They didn't know the Son. They could only comprehend him through their intellect derived from the tree of good and evil. His ways were not their ways nor his message something they could relate to. Jesus spoke to those of his day in this manner in John chapter 10, verses 26 through 27. But you do not believe, because you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice. He is truth, he is the word, and I know them, and they follow me. He is the same today, yesterday and forever. He still turns his back on those that refuse knowledge as he releases it. Since he is the truth and the way, those that refuse him will never move forward into the new day, and through their physical attitudes, they will keep others from hearing and responding to him as well. Now here is what happens to those they mislead. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 Verses 9 through 12. The coming of the lawless one, the body of Satan or the Antichrist, is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. Here is why they perish or die because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. 
And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, the same lie Eve bought. You can be like God and you will not die. Go ahead and make your own decisions that they all may be condemned or damned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness or the ways of the world derived from knowledge of Satan. You see, just as the body of Christ is being raised to restore God's people and this planet, so the body of Satan is being raised to resist Christ. It is called Antichrist. Again, Jesus is truth, the word, life, the way into the age of the glorious church, the church triumphant. We must understand him, gain knowledge concerning what he has done, what he is doing, and what he will yet do. We must not only know about him, but learn to allow him to walk through us as his body to be successful. Every child of God has a part in his plan to restore his kingdom, and we as individuals are responsible to fulfill that part. Colossians Chapter 1, verse 27. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He meant for his people to be raised, trained, and equipped to form a body, his body. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13 tells us, And he, Jesus, himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The mature will be a different people than those operating through manna, released for past ages to the old church. They will not think like the race of people born from Adam and raised on man's intellect, whose ways are not those of the Lord's, but gleaned from the tree of good and evil. You see, whatever knowledge is released from the Lord, for a certain age, those born again through that knowledge become children of that age or for that time. In closing, let us ask ourselves, are we walking in present truth with the body of Christ, or are we content with lies and traditions of man to become a part of the body of Satan? He will judge us by our fruit. Be careful which tree you choose your knowledge from. Remember the first commandment God gave men. Genesis Chapter 2, verse 17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die.